All right, what's going on, everyone? We have Mr. Fields of Profit Warner right here that I'm actually very excited to talk to for several reasons. One, um, my main reason why I'm wanting to have Warren on here is because I feel like uh, with the Amazon space, online arbitrage and arbitrage as a whole is a pretty good move to do. But with that said, I feel like there's not a lot of people in the Amazon space that are actually you know, engaged, actively teaching people, teaching people the right things, the right resources, the right knowledge. Um, and doing themselves, like you know, it's a very rare trait to be out there. So War Warren is very uh, a rare specimen uh, person here <laughs> with all that. But uh, yeah, so I'm excited to talk and uh, see how where this goes. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for thanks for having me. I, I appreciate the, the intro there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, the the first question I have is, what's with the name Fields of Profit? Is there any significance or meaning behind that, or? I mean, I, my last name is Fields. I was just combining it with things. I didn't want to pigeonhole myself into like FBA or Amazon in case, you know, I wanted to make, like, I think there's a really old video about like breaking down like ads, like maybe eventually the channel turns into that, just like a marketing breakdown channel ended up just talking about Amazon, but you know, open it up for, to talk about anything money related really, but just last name, random name. That's funny. Is that how you got started? Like into internet marketing or I guess Amazon was like advertising um, or what was that? Yeah, no, I, 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 it was always like, I started it talking about selling books on Amazon. I was just, that was just what I was doing. I'd been doing it for like a year and a half, two years or so. Decided to start making videos about it. Um, I just like advertising unsurprisingly, I guess that's kind of what we do uh, for a job here. Um, and so I was just kind of playing with that a while back and, and maybe I'll return back to that eventually. But uh, yeah, I was selling books kind of most of the channel. Um, and then just naturally started documenting what I've been um, working on as I started doing OA, started making videos there and just kind of naturally progressed. And, and honestly, along the way, it helped me make a lot of like connections, um, that kind of stuff. That's a nice benefit of making content that a lot of people don't talk about. So you can get, you know, in with people who are way more successful than you just because you have a little bit of a platform. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I definitely see people, it seems like people are networking very well, like on Twitter in the Amazon yeah. space yeah. that, you know, definitely connections go a long way. Um, okay. Interesting. Do uh, wait, you said you do advertising with your stuff right now. You guys mostly just organic, right? Like, or do you guys run ads for, let's say, sell or AMP or for maybe your personal stuff? Or yeah, you, it's mostly yeah. organic, but we're, we're learning the, you know, the paid strategy and stuff for sure. Got it. Cool. Cool. Okay. So, uh, the whole, like, uh, what's it called the roadmap and like the brand that I, I would say you and miles have built a brand. Well, where did all that like come from? Cause it seems like you guys have blown up, you know, uh, per se in the Amazon space, I guess, like what, yeah. what was the origin story? Where did that start the idea or all that? Yeah. I mean, uh, back in the day, like we met, um, I think last May. So it's been like a year and a half or so by now. Um, he, we just clicked, we got along. He was big on platforms that I wasn't So Instagram, Twitter back in the day, um, I was TikTok, YouTube. So it just made sense for us to, you know, partner up. We built like a free discord. We we're helping people. We didn't, we didn't really make any money off of our info for like a year, really. Um, and so I just wanted to help the community. Um, and naturally, as you help more and more people, they're like, you know, do you have, do you have something I can buy? Like, can I just get the step-by-step? -step? You, right. you can't really put out the step-by-step -step for free when you're laying out every single step. So that's where we created the roadmap, um, kind of a, a really low price point, wanted it to just be kind of a no brainer. Um, like if you're going to be successful on Amazon or you want to kind of fast track that success, we just kind of wanted to have that guide there. Um, and yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We, we also like kind of has started specializing in different things. So I've gone more like the team building route. Um, he's just kind of finding what he can, scrapping it all together. It's really impressive, honestly. Um, but it's cool that we've been able to just combine the knowledge, combine the communities. Um, I think it's really paid off. Uh, I think uh, hopefully we've helped a lot of people make some money.
Yeah, it seems like it. So, I mean, definitely. Um, awesome. So, uh, with online arbitrage, have you like done, like, cause so you sound like you went into books. Have you strictly just done arbitrage? Have you tried private label, drop shipping, wholesale? Like, have you done the whole? Yeah. So I actually took a very unorthodox route that I wouldn't recommend. I went straight from used books into wholesale. Um, and then from wholesale, I started making some mistakes. So I bought a product where the buy box was completely hogged by a brand. And I didn't know how to check that because all I'd done is sell used books. So right. I got stuck with like $10,000 for this kitchen product. And I was like, okay, maybe I should, you know, take my time. That's where I started to implement OA. Um, and a lot of those brands I did get wholesale accounts with, I'm still working with. So that's been awesome. Um, it's just like a natural, like two-year relationship. Hey, can I get, you know, $10,000 PO? Send an email, you're done. Like wholesale is great for that. Um, but OA was really nice to kind of, you know, spend a hundred here, 200 here. Like as I was learning the ropes, then I just kind of figured out how to spend, you know, a thousand here, 2000 here. Um, and it just kind of scaled up. And I think um, a lot of people, you know, might switch to wholesale earlier and, you know, whatever, whatever is more fun for you, honestly, I um, just liked doing OA, probably do some wholesale here in the future as well, but um, liking what I'm doing right now for sure. Right. And like with book selling, would you say that's kind of like capped a little bit? Like maybe it's hard to like get past 10 grand a month, 20 grand a month or. Is yeah, kinda... yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's the same thing as like doing retail arbitrage or even, you know, even OA to a certain extent, like, there's going to be a ceiling on those business models where it's, it's very time intensive, like with selling used books, especially, you know, I was going to thrift store to thrift store, scanning a book, selling one of the item, like that's a great way. And I still think it's the best way for beginners to start selling, especially you got like 500 bucks, a thousand bucks, you can spend one and turn it into 10 pretty consistently with used books. Um, and that's not really going to happen with the other business models. Right. Um, but as you go, like you're going to hit barriers with scalability. So that's where, you know, going from books to RA or OA, and then maybe thinking about wholesale, maybe private label eventually, so you can sell a company. Right. Um, but you know, that's, that's all on the horizon. Um, thinking about doing private label eventually, but wholesale is kind of the next step for sure. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Cause with books, I mean, yeah, people can easily just buy a random copy of a book for like a dollar and like figure out it's out 20 yeah. bucks. And actually that I, I think that's actually how I found you out essentially. Cause um, I became a co-founder at carbon six and like one of our things that we we're trying to do at carbon six, cause we bought Zen arbitrage, which is like a book software company is like, we want to get a bunch of affiliates. People are like, Oh, let's get a bunch of affiliates. Um, and I think you were on the list of Zen arbitrage affiliates or like maybe I think you were just posting content on YouTube. So we reached out. I think that's how, we came across pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think yeah. I had been making videos before you guys even bought it. So right. Right. Too, and yeah, I think that's where we met a while back. Yeah, that's exact. Yeah, exactly. And like, since then you have like, in my opinion, you have blown up like on the, the social <laughs> media side and like, you're doing a lot more now. So like definitely congrats on everything so far, but um, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. But actually I want to talk about seller AMP because at carbon six, like I got a lot of experience on like the Amazon mm -hmm. software route. So I find it intriguing that, you know, I guess you guys are like part owners or like you did a partnership or like, or yeah. So like, let's, that'd be cool to talk about that. Um, yeah, for sure. Repping the, repping the, the merch today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am a part owner of Celeramp. Um, I kind of stumbled on the tool back in December. So, you know, almost a year ago now um, saw that it was just a really, really good tool. Um, so we actually ended up just doing like a, you know, an email promotion with them because I love the tool, um, wanted to tell more people about it, um, just using the platform there. And then it kind of hit me and hit me and Miles um, that we kind of have the perfect platform to help grow alongside with them. Right. Um, and it's just a 
perfect natural integration. Um, so we kind of came on as like the marketing guys um, for Celerant. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and it's just really nice to be able to have something to promote that I fully believe in. Like I know it's the best multi-tool on the market, like all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's just been a perfect natural integration. Don't have to feel like I'm compromising anything and it still is going to be um, really just a really fun puzzle. A lot of new challenges and stuff. It's like, you know, I'm sure you're the same way. You're always trying to start new stuff, like, you know, learn as much as you can. So that was just kind of one other way to, to learn the software side of, you know, the Amazon world and just software in general. Right. Yeah. And it seems like their price points are like pretty good, like low enough where it seems like, it can, you know, a lot of people are attracted to it because with software, I mean, like your margins are, I mean, if, if you build the software, right, like your cost should be very low, very inexpensive. A lot of people actually how, and I think it's this way for Amazon software. I know it is for Shopify software and stuff, and it depends what tool you're using, but I'm pretty sure because it's like a product research tool. So it's like taking in all the products available. So I, I think probably whoever built the code of it probably has like more fixed cost with like the data and with all that. So then like if you're at a lower price point, and that probably just makes sense because you can get so many amount of users and so many more people utilizing it. Like Keepa is a good example for that. But for the longest time, Keepa was free. Yeah, it's, but it's like, you know, we, we wanted it to be, um, you know, like as if you want to start on Amazon, like you're not going to break the bank, but it's a great way to find, you know, your first products and stuff. Right. Um, and Miles actually doesn't use anything but Celeramp and Keepa to source. And he's, I think he did like 200,000 last month. So very, very powerful if you use it the right way. That's pretty sick. So, okay. So when you guys came across, you pretty much just like, it was just there. Like there was not like, they were not very big. Not many people knew about it. Um, and then I guess you guys just got equity or like ownership or like, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know how much I can say yeah, it on camera, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they needed, they needed help in the U S they were, you know, they were, they were really popular in the UK. Um, so got we it. came in with the U S audience and just kind of helped out there. Um, and again, with a great product, it just made a lot of sense. It's actually really funny to say that because, yeah, I, I do notice a lot of like UK companies and US companies are like really separate. Like they don't even share the same customers. Like I know somebody, uh, he sells a course in the UK and like 95% of his customers are British and he's got like no American people. It's like just the slight differences. It's like, okay, the, it's like the same thing, essentially, yeah. the content <laughs> and everything. But um, yeah, that's kind of hilarious. But yeah, that's cool. So congrats on that. You know, hopefully that goes well for you guys. Do you guys like, have any plans to like scale into other like products for arbitrage people or build other tech in Amazon or maybe can't talk. About um, yeah, we, we've, we've got some ideas for sure. I'm, I I think they our founder would be mad if I was leaking our ideas. On right. Camera, right. But yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely some fun stuff in the works for you guys. That's awesome. So cool. I guess that leads into the next thing about, uh, I guess, international right before we got on this call, you were telling me about how you were trying to learn arbitrage in Hong Kong. So how that all. Yeah. Yeah. Up. Um, yeah, I, I had kind of like erased this story from my memory somehow. And I think it's kind of cool, like a, a good, like, you know, a, re a reason to try again, like if you tried failed, um, I was selling books, right. Um, this was before YouTube days, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I was selling books and then I went on a study abroad through college. Just, you know, when you're in college, if someone says, Hey, we want to pay you to live in Asia, you get paid to live in Asia. <laughs> okay. Um, so I went over there and my plan was to learn um, online arbitrage, you know, using some tactical arbitrage, like whatever, whatever was around back in the day. Um, and I remember just sitting in my room and I tried it for like a week or two, completely gave up. Like I, I was the guy that I, that I tell people now, like, just keep trying like one more day, right. like you're going to start finding the stuff I threw in the towel. Um, you know, also get played into that. Like, you know, you're 
doing a lot of fun new stuff. And that was obviously right. a, a fun distraction from trying to learn that that business model. Um, but yeah, I, I spent like a semester in Hong Kong. I was actually there during like the, the protests and stuff. If you remember that back in the news. Oh, really? Uh, right. Yeah, when, yeah. Uh... It, was, it was it was cool to be there during history. Also pretty scary to see. Um, so I actually ended up having to go back a semester early because of that. Um, and then all kinds of fun stuff hit with, uh, you know, the the pandemic. Um, but yeah, if, if I had uh, just tried a little harder, like maybe I could have been stacking it up just from Hong Kong, right? Like that's that's right. another thing I love about selling on Amazon, especially doing online arbitrage, wholesale, that kind of stuff is, you know, you can be, you know, in, in Mexico, there's guys who live in Mexico who are, uh, you know, they're um, expats just hanging out. They do OA and they never touch any of their products. Uh, and they just take advantage of that cheap uh, cost of living. That's an awesome right. way that you can sell on Amazon, especially I know there's probably some guys watching this who are, you know, not in the US wondering if you can do it. You absolutely can. Just don't spend a week or two, give up, say it doesn't work, right? <laughs> right, right. Um, keep keep trying at it. Um, keep learning, right? It'll it'll pay off. Yeah, it's really funny. It's almost like you because uh, a lot of people, I think, struggle with like the whole belief of I'll believe it when I see it. So it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to try this like arbitrage thing. Okay, I worked like four hours on this and it didn't work. Okay, like it obviously doesn't work because I don't see it. But yeah, it's very hard. It's kind of funny that you're now saying like, oh, I feel like every day I'm just talking to my older self of like, you know, people that are can't do it. But yeah, it's, it's very true. Like, yeah, I mean, me, like I've, I mean, I've had a lot of people I've like sold courses to and stuff like that. And some people have done extremely well. And then some people are like, still like i can't find any suppliers and it's like they've contacted like four and it's been like yeah, three yeah. Years. so it's <laughs> that's uh, my favorite with wholesale people people will call like 10 brands about it doesn't work i'm giving up it's like try 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 100 try 200 and then and then it works right yeah i think amazon selling like i mean it's different than a lot of business models actually that i believe that um it's a lot of like you have and i guess a lot of businesses are like this but i think with amazon it's more dramatized like and really emphasize mm -hmm. is you have to do really boring stuff over over and over and over again like you have to just like just put it into your brain to keep like sourcing and doing product research and finding suppliers or doing this just over and over and over again and then eventually it clicks it's really weird yeah. like you know it's like that in other businesses like if you're doing software like you have to keep reiterating and keep you know improving the product improve the ux improve the ui like build out better features like try to find the right messaging with advertising yeah you have to keep like finding the right hooks and all that stuff but with amazon it's like it, it's a long time until you like really actually yeah. it clicks it's and very front loaded and that's another reason yeah. why you know we can go out and put out free content for people to learn from because right. honestly, not a huge percentage of people are going to find success. So it's not a big, you know, a big uh, detriment to the industry when you go out and help people because the people who were going to win, they're going to win anyway, right? Um, right. So they, the, the work is so front loaded, especially with like wholesale. Like remember doing wholesale back in the day and we email like a hundred brands before we ever have a couple of accounts that we can even work with. But once you have those brands, you're just sending emails or, you know, hopping on the phone, negotiating prices. It's way less work than that first initial, you know, hunting for that supplier. Right. And yeah, this is actually why I do like arbitrage and like even like the book side and wholesale, because I kind of see like those three are kind of into the same boat. And then you have like private label, which is completely different because with private label, you can try really, really hard and you can still like mess up because mm -hmm. like, you know, I, I know people who literally have sold their business for eight figures and like they can't launch a product at all, like successfully. Like that's they just, crazy. Like they, and like they've sold the business for ten million bucks, and like they no longer like they wish they could keep doing Amazon, but they like can't because they just like. And I think a lot of it is that people don't. Um, 
like tr- like stay up to date with stuff like they'll try things that worked like three years ago and it's like stuck with them and all that stuff but yeah so yeah that's crazy i've, I've never heard that <laughs> can't get lightning strike twice i guess <laughs> yeah it's crazy you know it's actually almost every single person i know that has sold their business for a lot of money like can't do it anymore it's the weirdest thing for i think maybe they almost like they get a bunch of money and they almost like lose their edge or something like that. I don't know. Like, I think that could be it as well. You lose the hunger a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if someone gets sent like $10 million, I don't think they're going to try really hard to find the next Amazon private label product. So yeah. Um, Funny. Okay. So what do you think is next for like on your horizon? I mean, it seems like you guys are really pushing and progressing like you and miles and the whole roadmap. Like, I guess what, what is your guys, you guys, any like big goals coming for like, maybe next year or a couple of years out. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure. Uh, the, the, the biggest plan right now is just to have a, a very successful Q4. Right. Um, my, my kind of pipe dream is like half a million in sales in December. I don't know if it's possible. I just want to see if it is. Um, I don't feel like a lot of people are pushing those numbers with OA. So I think it'd, it'd be fun to be one of those people. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, of course, for, you know, the community, the roadmap, we'll just keep pumping out content. Like pretty much, I just use it as a library. Like whenever I learn something new, I just record it and put it in there. Um, it's just kind of my, you know, my, my encyclopedia of how I source and all that kind of stuff and uh, let other people have access to it. Nice. Okay. This might be a stupid question for online arbitrage. Cause I'm actually like a complete nude noob sure, online yeah. arbitrage. <laughs> I I've done a lot of retail arbitrage. Like I was legit doing retail arbitrage when I was like 14 and I've done wholesale and drop shipping. And, but that's like it. I actually kind of, I think I did like two orders of online arbitrage ever. Um, and then I just kind of went straight to wholesale. Um, but is this a dumb idea? Let's say there's like people who, because with online arbitrage, obviously like you, you need more money to scale, but the good thing it's like higher margin and you can kind of put things on credit card and pay it off. But let's say there's like a weird situation when like, or actually I guess there's two questions. Is there ever a situation where like somebody could be able to easily source a lot of products, but they don't have enough cash to buy them? Or is that not really a big issue? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. That usually what will happen is, you know, people will start with five grand, 10 grand, maybe, you know, if you're lucky, they'll, they'll spend, you know, they'll take like six weeks, eight weeks to be able to spend that first little chunk of change. And then it just clicks. And all of a sudden they've got, you know, $50,000 for the leads that they could spend on this month, but their bankroll is still their, you know, their five grand plus the 30% they made on it. So now they've got eight grand, but they've got 50 grand worth of leads. So that's where, you know, a lot of, a lot of, there's a weird trend. Like a lot of new guys are over, over leveraging on credit cards, like that kind of stuff. I really think that's dumb, Um, but it's kind of a game of catch up. A lot of people get trapped in, Um, you know, compounding is just the best way to get there. But pretty much all, pretty much everyone I see who ends up being successful runs into capital as a bottleneck. Um, And even right now, I probably like, if I, went hard for the next week, I could find enough leads to exhaust all my capital and then I would need more. So that's where, you know, you got Amazon loans, lines of credit, like that kind of stuff. It's a little smarter than over leveraging on your credit cards. Um, But yeah, capital definitely becomes the the bigger bottleneck. Right. For sure. And right now capital is a little more expensive because like interest rates have gone up, but okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. So since that is like a thing that happens, my next question would be like, do you, or actually, okay. um, Does it make sense for somebody to like, just sell off leads. I know there's like lead list and stuff like that, but would it make sense for people to like send referrals? Like, Hey, I have this thing. I can't buy it, you know, pay me whatever 50 bucks or like, you know, or we'll split it like 80%, 20%. Like, is that a thing that people do or would that even make sense? 
Um, I I don't know of anyone who's doing that. Like it it might make sense, but usually it just makes more sense to retain those leads, like in your you know, get a big giant Google sheet going, so that you know six months down the line when you've got a lot more money and that same sale rolls back around, you can just spend on that same exact lead you found six months ago, the same coupon, same price. Um, you, you know, if you wanted to sell them, I'm sure you could find like, you know, on, in, on Instagram, start, if you start DMing enough people, I'm sure it'll yeah. work. Um, but that's mostly time people are just going to retain those leads or share them with, you know, friends. If you, you know, if you have a group chat, like, Hey, buy this product from here, you've got friends telling you, you know, where to buy stuff that you like to sell. Um, that's another great way to, you know, build that community and have something to do with that extra lead. Got it. That makes sense. So, um, Interesting. Yeah. So people would assume that that leads probably come back again. So with all that arbitrage, like, I guess it's somewhat replenishable that like, okay, this deal comes on, it's probably going to happen again in the future. Um, not like a one time, like this company's having like a sale, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And that also becomes a huge competitive advantage if you are storing your data properly over time, because then you're going to know, like, you know, whenever the best Vita cost sale rolls back around, like maybe, right. you know, that 20% is the best sale they offer next time. 20% is back around. You're going to look at that list of all your 20% leads. You're just going to go hard on it. Um, and over time, like as you source more and more and you kind of separate your sheet out by store, it's going to be, it's going to feel like cheating. Um, cause you don't even have to source new leads. You can just look back through the old ones that were based on that coupon, that sale. Um, and that's like a much better way to scale with the kind of replan model, but not really replan. You're just replanning it whenever the, the right price comes back around. Got it. That makes sense. Um, does seller AMP help with that? Like to like, I don't know organize your data and like get notified yeah yeah like um i don't with nothing like notification wise yet but you can like you can tag all your leads in the database um so you know you could tag them based on the suppliers that kind of stuff go right. back to them um there's also a google sheets feature where you can configure a google sheet click a button on the chrome extension it'll shoot out whatever data you want it to um so that's how we store all of our leads um, and each virtual assistant has their own name on our seller app. So they just click their name and all their data exports to their sheet. That's just a nice time saver there Got as well. It. And a good way to store that data. Makes sense. Cool. Awesome. Well, the, I think this was good. I think uh, you're doing a lot of great stuff in this space. So I hope uh, people you know, go follow you and keep listening to you. But um, yeah. Um, like, do you speak any, I, I, do you speak any Mandarin or anything? <laughs> I I I have a minor in Chinese and I okay. think I haven't spoken any since I graduated so I'm very rusty right now. <laughs> Got it, okay. I kind so, of uh I kind of burned myself out. I was trying to graduate early so I took basically advanced 2 and advanced 3 in the same semester and that was hell. <laughs> Got it. So I've okay. been avoiding it ever since then. <laughs> okay, so we won't be seeing a fields of profit uh Chinese YouTube channel. That would be sick and there would be a huge market for it and there would just probably be no one else who can make Amazon content in Chinese. And that is a tragedy that that will not be. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the funniest thing to look at, but uh, anyhow. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank, uh, thanks for being on. Um, and everyone, I'll put links down below for all of uh, Warner's uh, stuff, but uh, that's about it. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Bo.